Okay, so sorry for that um, interruption. We're going to go back to the question where we left off, which was uh, Mr. Anonymous, goodness gracious, was answering, um, do you have any superstitions? And to reconfirm, (laughs) no, I do not. I don't really believe in superstition. Um, I believe that everything happens by design, not by chance. So, you be stealing my st- no, 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 Bruh. no, no, no. I was here first. <clears throat> I'm older. When I say about two minutes, you be stealing all my <laughs> all my thing or my jigs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, since I already used it, you gotta come up with your own. So, now, so do you believe in superstition? So, I don't, but I do because although I don't, I know that they're not real. I, um, I'm weird about putting my purse on the floor. And I'm weird about splitting. It should be. It's germs. Well, like, <laughs> you know how they were. You ain't gonna have, you ain't gonna never have no money. Keep putting your purse on the floor. Type. Oh, yeah. It's not true, though. You was the one that was in the mirror like, bloody Perry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was scared as hell of bloody like, Mary. Also, you believe in superstition. I was so scared of bloody Mary and candy man. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't. I was so scared of going to the restroom. Mm-mm. Yeah, sure was. So she she believes in superstition. No, that's when I was younger. <laughs> now you're still young. Look at you. But when I was a kid, I it was Candyman and stuff. Like now, it's the purse on the floor and it's um splitting posts. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that they are not real, but I kind of still feel some kind of way about those things. That's all. Understandable. Okay. Um, what's the most frightening frightening experience in you ever? I can't talk. I'm sorry, this one's kicking me in. <laughs> what's the most frightening experience you've ever had? Most frightening? Like mm-hmm. outside of like no. You don't know. Most um, people remember frightening experiences. Most frightening for me was probably getting shot at. Well, that's definitely frightening. Yeah. I um I literally like could hear like the bullets like whizzing past me as I was running, like which also hmm. strengthened my bond with the with the most high because I'm like, yeah, for me to walk could have been that, Yeah. It had to be a higher power involved. Like, there was definitely divine intervention because we were on a small, like, narrow street. And um, the person that was shooting at me and my friend were literally probably 10 to 20 feet. No, 10 to, like, 15 feet away. Mm-hmm. And why neither of us got hit is definitely beyond me. But it was definitely a frightening thing because at that time, um, I had my oldest child. So, the only thing I was thinking in my head was, I got to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know. Got to make it back. Yeah. I got to get back to my child. So. Like, nephew's Like, I've been robbed before um, at gunpoint, um, which was pretty frightening as well. Um, but at that time, I didn't have any kids. So, 
that time in particular was more frightening to me because it's like if anything happened to me, who's gonna raise my child? Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something more to live for. Absolutely. When you have children. Um. My <clears throat> my most frightening was. I can guess it for you. Go ahead. Not going on a date with me. See, check that out. <laughs> check that out. You're just going to yeah. put words in my mouth. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're good. Um, mine was when I was in the hospital. That was the most frightening for me because I didn't know, like, what was going to happen. They weren't telling me anything, like, until after the fact. He told me, like, Oh, you was almost gone. And I'm like, I said, why you didn't tell my family? Like, why didn't you tell? Why didn't you tell me? He said, and I love, I love my physician. He, he, he real deal. He said, we didn't want to tell you enjoy the last 48 hours of your life. Yeah. Wow. Real life. That's, That's what he tough. said. That's tough. <laughs> I can laugh about that. Talk deal. about brutal honesty. Yeah. He, that that's why I like him because he's so honest. But he said, we didn't want to enjoy the last 48 hours of your life. So we didn't want to, you know. So I was like, but being in there and then the experience that I went through, um, that was the most frightening for me. Because my babies was there with me. They was actually there with me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So going through, going through. Yeah. It was, it was, it was terrifying. But right. all praises. Just the thought of them witnessing something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was real. I, I get it. Yep. But moving on, we ain't gonna shit. We ain't gonna make y'all cry on this podcast. We ain't gonna make the song cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the compliment that you regularly receive? I get compliments. Brooklyn. <laughs> um, crazy. But this is the one I hear the most often, and I'm starting not to like it, is that uh, I'm a really nice guy. Starting not to like it. I'm starting not to like it. Okay. Because of that whole nice guy's finished last thing, and then I start thinking, like... They do finish last, Man, I done had it kind of crummy out here. Like, I don't think I want to be a nice guy. But they finish last. Right. 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 Oh, look look at it half full instead of half empty. Exactly. I still don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I, to be honest, really don't get that many compliments. Like, Because you're mean. No, I'm just joking. Oh, the nerve. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, I don't get compliments that often. But when I do, it's like, you know, you're a really nice guy or you have a really good heart or, you know, things like that. So mm-hmm. I just take it for what it is. You know, that lets me know that I'm a good person when they can look past my outward appearance and actually see a characteristic and compliment that I feel like that's more valuable than somebody saying, oh, you're a really handsome guy. Like, okay, cool. I am. But what am I contributing to the world? That's true. What am I contributing to, you know, people or my family or my friends? So somebody say I'm a nice guy and they're judging my character and not my appearance. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Because what the temptation say? Beauty's only skin deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no more wine for us. You don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I poured it out. Poured it out. It's over. 
Well, wait a minute. I didn't answer. Oh, no. You better not. You better answer. So, the compliment that I receive regularly. Your skin is popping. No, people do compliment my skin, but it's Mm -hmm. mostly my smile. People say, you have a beautiful Mm -hmm. smile. Mm -hmm. That's it. Gorgeous. (laughs) Captivating. (laughs) Yep, there go the school girl, y'all. No, stop. I get the witness firsthand. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Staring at them big brown eyes and seeing that smile. Pretty brown eyes. You know. Say now, let me Copyright stop. Copyright infringement. <laughs> I just, that wasn't even eight seconds. Oh, Look. No. <laughs> Can't be copywritten. Right. That wasn't even eight seconds. Y'all heard it. Say yeah, now, let me stop. All right, I'm going to stop before I do get copywritten. Okay, if you could ask me one question and I had to answer truthfully. Okay, Terry, I see you. I see you. I see you on number 12. Hold on. I see you on number 12, though. Yes. Okay. 12 my number anyway. I love it. I had to answer truthfully. What would you ask me? Ouch. Let's see. (laughs) I'm about to be real childish. Go ahead. I'm about to be real childish. If any question, right? That I had to answer you truthfully. Had to answer truth. I cannot renege on. You can't renege on it, right? Mm-hmm. We, we get we getting this basis lined out, right? You can't renege on it. Yeah. Oh. You ready? Ready, Eddie. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> And I owe you a dinner. Your dinner is on me for that question. I owe you. You can count this one in the books. I can't answer that. You can't answer that? No. Why not? <laughs> you said you could answer it. Because it's not fair. It. it is fair. No. You gotta answer it. It's not fair. You gotta answer. You gotta get something. Give the people what they want. <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> That's what we here for. You can't ask me that. You got to be fair. Hey, that is fair. You said any question. You letting this wine get a hold of you. <laughs> re, re, re-read the question. Re-read re, 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 <laughs> Read the rainbow. Say nothing. What? <laughs> I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Reading rainbow. Okay. I, why do I have to reread it? Is if you could ask me. Because I want to remind you right. what the question is. I understand. But you cannot. That's not fair. <laughs> that ain't what they said. There was no <laughs> stipulation in there that said I couldn't ask that question. They said any question. Maybe. That's fair. It's an yeah. answer. Yeah. You copped out, though. It was a whole cop out. It was. Because I know the truth. That wasn't truthful. This the tr- this the it first day. Exactly. So the, the real answer was no. But you didn't want to let me down that easy. Or that hard, brother. You know what I mean. King Daddy I said Jordan, maybe. I'm right now. Because I don't know enough information. So then the clear cut answer was Both ways. Yes or no. I don't know enough. Oh, so it's in consideration. It's a maybe. Uh, don't push the maybe, baby. <laughs> don't use said. my movie Ain't that what he said? Use my movie quotes. Nah, that's my movie quote. Where you going? Don't read that. I already answered it. 
<laughs> you gotta ask me. I'm sorry. Hold on. Mm. Oh, I do have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she trying to <gasps> run. Next that question got her up against the wall. She Boy, running for her life. I was out of there. Pew. Um, mm-hmm. what do I want to ask you? Why you ask me that question? Look at what. <laughs> <laughs> Off the camera. Why you ask me that bullshit? Say no. <laughs> it's a very valid question. Because if you said, yeah, I'd have pulled a ring out of my pocket. You a whole lot. You ain't got no damn ring in your pocket. <laughs> Why you looking like that? You don't. Hey, I'm, y'all, I'm giving her the straight face. <clears throat> she know what's up. Yeah, because that's the, I'm sorry. That's that one face. That's that poker face. But it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, Play with me if know. you want to. You ain't got no damn one thing you said that I really appreciate is that I know what I want. No, you don't. First date got her shook, y'all. Whatever. <laughs> you trying to... Uh-uh. I won't be anonymous for two weeks longer. You trying to make me no paper ring either. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I don't know what I want to ask you. Um... I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't want to take up all y'all time. Can we come back to that? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Such a gentleman. Absolutely. Anything for you, my queen? Well, I don't know if you're going to be happy about this next one. Not anything for you, my queen. <laughs> <laughs> In what ways are you controlling, demanding, or assertive? That's a lot to unpackage. Um, controlling, I'm not really. Not really, he says. I'm not. Because for me, everything is a compromise. I feel like a relationship is not a 50-50. It's a 100-100. It's me putting in 100, you putting in 100, and that's how we have a 100. If you're only that's putting 200. In 50, no, it's not. <laughs> Joking, go If you're only putting in 50, I'm only putting in 50. We have a 50% relationship because the two become one. So I see where you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm putting my all, you put your all, that's what makes it work. And in order to do that, there has to be compromise. One person can't be controlling over the other one. So I can't really say that I'm controlling. Demanding, I can be demanding because I want what I want. And that doesn't necessarily fall under controlling. It just falls under um, me being opinionative, if that makes any sense. Like, this is my this is my preference, but it's not law. Like, it's not something that has to happen. But if I, but it's something I would prefer to happen. Like, so you're I'm gonna feasible. demand it? Yeah, I'm feasible on it. The only things I demand is trust and loyalty. Mm-hmm. Like, those are big for me. Like, if I say, if I give a demand, it's going to be in that realm. Like, for me, trust is everything. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is everything. If we don't got trust, we won't have nothing. That's the truth. So, yeah. and then assert, what is that, assertive? Assertive. Whew. Um, I can be assertive, but I'm, I've been told that I'm very passive-aggressive. So, I'll 
say that I'm cool when I'm really not cool. And then later on, mm-hmm. the, the bomb will go off. I can so, see that. Um, assertive is something that I don't really know how to operate in. Um, yeah. Should I say? Like, but then again, I don't know how to operate. It's like, I don't know how to operate in it, but I do operate in it. When you need to. Yeah. Put out your back pocket like that ring. <laughs> well, I can be demanding in that sense. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, let me pull this ring out. I'm gonna demand that mm-hmm. you give me another answer other than maybe, baby. <laughs> in what ways am I controlling? When it comes to my privacy. I quit. I no. That's quit. when I'm like, maybe that's more assertive. That is assertive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. When it comes to my privacy, because I am a private person, so it's not. Um, some people like get it twisted with being secretive and things like that. It's not a secret. It's just my privacy. But see, you're weird though. I am because you're an open book. You're just in a private right. section, and that's the truth. So not anybody can come in a private section, but once right. you're access to the private once you're granted access to the private section then mm-hmm. the open book is like there and you can it's just there. read everything like and you can what? read everything yeah it's weird so it is weird i agree with that 100% but that's how i move that's mm-hmm. how i move everybody doesn't get access to that mm-hmm. um demanding oh yeah when it comes to respect i'm very demanding when it comes to respect I don't play no type of games with that like none not none of them because I show, you know what I'm saying? I show others respect. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I need that. I demand that out of folks. Um, controlling? I don't think I'm controlling. You see that? Mm. Not really. I don't. You're too laid back and easy going to be controlling. I think so like, too. If you are, I haven't witnessed it. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't try to control situations or people. Like I've learned that you can't do that with folks. Mm-hmm. So I'm a yeah. I don't really work in that realm. But demanding and assertive, I'm there, and it it's associated with respect and um, my privacy. Mm-hmm. So. Is there anything that you're ashamed of from your past? <laughs> anything from your past that you're ashamed of? Yes, and I'm going to get very real. Oh, shoot. Here we go, people. I'm going to get very real. We getting real on that ass. Yeah. Um, when I was a teenager, um, I had an abortion. And that is something that um, I'm very ashamed of um, because of my belief in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a situation that was kind of out of my control. I mean, at the time I was 16 and the young lady was 15 Mm -hmm. and her mom didn't feel like she was ready for a child. Which is fair. And, um, well, not the abortion part, but my age. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and I begged her, like, just let her have it and I'll raise it myself. 
until you know we're adults and so on and so forth but she just she was having none of that and then my shame came in because she actually made me pay for it so um at that time i had the money i mean um, i was working plus i was out you know doing my thing on the street so it wasn't like the money was a issue for me and she was like well you gotta pay for it and you know finally I just gave in and did it and right before it happened um I was talking to the young lady's friend and she told me that she had been sleeping with another dude that I knew you know that we went to school together and everything like we weren't like friends we were cool like I knew him we were cool but we weren't like best friends or we hung out all the time or nothing like that but I knew of him I knew him well enough mm-hmm. and so then I really went through a whole like depression episode because I'm like even if I didn't do it to my child I might have did it to somebody else's because at that time we didn't know if it was his or mine and that's something that's always kind of you know stuck with me like you know so that would be my shameful moment. That's deep. That's yeah. really deep. Almost brought a little tear to my eye. Hey, I see you got a little twinkle in your eye, Killer. I know, that's really sad. I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Yeah. What was the question? Oh, something from the past that you were ashamed of. No. Um... square in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a nerd. That I'm ashamed of. Um, Not meet me sooner. I'm ashamed of that. Oh no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I tried. Put the wine glass I down. Tried it. Like, no, like... I really did. I tried it. It didn't <clears throat> backfire. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ashamed of. I'm sure there's something that I'm ashamed I'm sure. But like coming right to my head, I can't think of anything. Um, I don't know, guys. We only gonna go into some Ooh, I know, right? That's why I'm just trying to think of something because I already got a pass on the other one. Um, I mean, but kids do that all the time, so. <laughs> I remember my brother scared the hell out of me. I was, we were in Walgreens and I was young. I was probably like nine years old. And y'all know how they used to have the candy sitting out mm-hmm. with the bag. The rocks. And you, yeah. <laughs> and you yes. put like the money in the little tin can uh-huh, thing. Yeah. So yeah. first of all, we used to like put a penny in there and then take hella candy. But like, when I first did it, I didn't put any money in there. And I, just a minute, they were stealing. Yeah, I stole it. <laughs> I stole. I stole it. I stole. My it. brother, he and was I wasn't like, shameful about it either. He told me I was going to jail and everything. And I know that's so like that's so whack because kids do things like that. I'm sorry, I don't have anything deeper right now. I'm sorry if I set the bar high. I mean, Boy, you asked the you question, said I it way high. Um. But if something comes up, though, I will be fair and I will like reveal it um, on the part two because we have so, I have so many questions for first date questions. I have like forty. 
So we're not going to get through the whole thing um, tonight. So it's going to be a part two for sure. Um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So that is um, 14. We're only going to 15 and I'm going to add another one to close out because um, I don't want to take up all y'all time. So that it could be 16. Yeah, so 16. So we're going to move to 15, which is um, what's something you hate seeing other people do? Curse at their kids. Mm, I can relate to that. I have a I fat fee- peeve about people cursing at their kids mm-hmm. and calling them MFs and Bs and stuff like that. I just yes. cannot fathom why somebody would do that. The only thing that's equal to that is a man putting his hands on a woman. That Those are my two. Like, oh, you just added a bonus, huh? Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't do it. And it might be because... Um, you know, I've heard stories of, you know, situations with, you know, my mom and my dad and things like that. But it's just always been uh, a thing for me. Like, don't put your hands on a woman if you're a man. And don't curse at your children. Like, yeah, you cursing them. That is so demoralizing and it tears them up confidence-wise and character-wise and we wonder why these kids are out here like lost like and don't really know where where to go or who to turn to because their safe haven was taken away like as their parents you if they don't have nowhere else to go they have you as their Mm -hmm. safe haven and if you take that away by always verbally abusing them then they don't have anything and they're subject to get into anything because they're searching for something that they don't have true and I feel like just and speaking culturally, like we just sit your little ass down, sit your little raggedy ass down. Like you just called him a raggedy ass. Like yeah. real life. So like, when they grow up to be like that, or even worse, yeah, you can't be mad at them because you spoke it. Into you spoke it into them, that so child. Just living up to what you told them they were. Yeah, you curse. You're cursing your children. Like you real life cursing them. Yeah. When you speak those things, like you curse them to be those things. No, you can correct without. <clears throat> you know tearing them down emotionally like my children they know without a shadow of a doubt that I love them even when they do stuff bad I sit down explain to them what it was that they did why it's bad and how they can you know not do it again and they appreciate that more than me sitting there just calling them out their name right it's other words you can use to delegate yes absolutely instead of profanity I mean Sometimes that's all that's in some folks, excuse me, vocabulary. And I'm not here to judge anybody, but that is one thing that definitely gets under my skin when folks um, go calling them bitches and stuff like that. Like, that's a whole child. Indeed. Now, whoop, they call you one back. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you're going to be ready to fight. Down. Exactly. Like, because it's disrespect. I just look at it like you should respect your kids as well. So, anywho, that's a whole nother podcast, but, um, wait a minute, what was it? Something I hate seeing other people do? Mm-hmm. Digging in their nose, which I witness often at the red light. I just witnessed the guy yesterday behind me. I was like, whatever he's trying to find, he gonna find it at this red light. He was struck it rich. Going to town. 
Oh my goodness. I hate seeing that. No, it's nothing soothing about that. And they wait till they get to the red light to do it. You You know somebody gonna see you. (laughs) You just know you just don't care. No windows ain't even tinted. (laughs) <laughs> Boy, I was looking in my rearview mirror at this man. I'm like, look at you. Just look at you. I know you see my eyeballs looking right at you. Yeah, Just nasty. You ain't in the car with him? <laughs> oh, like, no. I have people do that. That's staring. That's one of my pet peeves. I've been staring at you all night. No, but I don't like when people stare. I've been staring at you all night. Hey, <laughs> like, when people stare, I'm like, I'm in your I've actually confronted folks for doing, for okay. staring. Well, yeah. This guy, shut up. This guy was like, what do you say? I ain't, ain't no, ain't no, um, Ray Charles over here. I can look at whatever I want to look at. <laughs> ain't no Ray Charles over here. I was like, okay, So, so yeah. what can you say to that? Well, the one, I just shook my head. The other one, he was like, I had my mom with me and I was like, what you looking at? Like, he's staring, I'm looking at you because you pretty, like. Exactly. And what do you say to that? What do you say? So I was just Shut like, oh, irritating. Yeah. Leave me alone. God gave me eyes to see and I'm going to use them. Basically, it's, it's how they feel. Yeah. So that's just, a, those are just like little pet peeves that I have. Um, I have a pet peeve about littering too. I don't like folks litter. I'm like, you could have just real life kept that there until. Really? I don't like seeing people litter. I told you I got busted and the police whipped me. I was about to say, is this a pot calling the kettle black? No, I was like 15. So it, it took for you I was to like 15. For you to understand. No, once I got older, I'm just like, why would you trash where you live? Like, oh man, you sound like the old commercial. Like, don't, don't trash, trash the natty. Real life. <laughs> Real life. Like, I got to that point in my brain where I'm like, no, we live here because you go other places and it's clean. And the city looks nice, and and it's like we trash where we live. Like, don't trash where you live. Anywho, so the last question, um, I'm gonna let you guys decide, and you guys are gonna let me know what you think the answer to this is. So, for the ones who don't already know what mine is, based off of like the way I've answered certain questions, my personality, things of that nature. What would you guess my zodiac sign would be? And the same for Mr. Anonymous. Based off the answers to the questions and whatnot, what would you guess his zodiac sign would be? So I'm going to let y'all post that and and send me, inbox me and send me y'all answers and everything like that. And as I mentioned before, on most social media, social media, my name is Mila Shea. And I do thank you all for tuning in. It's been real. It's been nice. We gonna eat some food because Mr. Anonymous cooked some food. He cooked some food, y'all. <laughs> what you make? Bonus you make- question. Some salmon. What you make? Tell the people. Let the people know what oh. you cooked. I made some cooked. salmon with some vegetation. Uh, <laughs> vegetation. Vegetarian <laughs> stir fry and yes, salad, yes. like a spinach and kale salad. Yes. With some wine. With some wine. It's gonna be good, y'all. And I have so. dessert. I just didn't tell her about it. See, much obliged. Much obliged. What you say about the bonus? 
Oh, I was going to say, also message her and ask her how the food was. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to post a, a picture as well on the page so y'all can see what the plate looked like. But um, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I am going to follow up. If not next week, I will follow up with a part two. And um, expect to hear from me every Wednesday at 7 p.m. This was a later podcast. Tried to play into the date night theme, but um, it will go back to 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. So you are listening to the need to know. I hope you all have a wonderfully blessed evening and we will talk soon. Thank you. Oh, say bye to Mr. Anonymous, y'all. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs>